you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with a band that is uh, relatively new to me. I think I've, I, well, we'll get into it, but I, I've definitely heard the name before. It's, it's a memorable name, and I'm not sure how long this has actually been a been a, an ongoing project, but uh, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about all of that. I, I think the best way to start this off is if uh, the four of you who are here want to uh, introduce yourselves and what instrument you play in the band, uh, just so people can put a name to the voice. So whoever wants to start, uh, go right ahead. Let's go from most important member to least important member. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to decide on the fly. Uh, I play keys in the band. I'm not the most important member, uh, but yeah, I play keys in the band, backing vocals. Um, yeah, that's me. Also not very important. Uh, I'm Jordan. I play the drums. Uh, I'm Mark. I play the guitar. <laughs> and I am, uh, I'm Drake. I, I, I sing and play guitar. And is this the, the whole band or are there other more important members that aren't here? <laughs> the, the most important, important bass player. Yeah, the CEO, as you like to call him. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so uh, like I said, sort of right off the top, I mean, the name of the band is is something that, that is memorable. Um, maybe one of you wants to explain sort of where that comes from, and then we can get more into what your music is like and your new music, your new releases and stuff like that. So whoever yeah, feels up, up to talking about the, the whole Neighbor Andy thing. Sure, yeah. We don't have a great story for how we came up with the name. We played our first show in 2017 with the first version of Neighbor Andy, which was myself, Mark, and... Uh, one of our uh, previous members, Eric, who uh, has now moved to Saskatoon. Um, but when we played our first show, we didn't have a name. That was at the Knob at the St. Norbert Hotel um, to about uh, five of our friends. Nice. Um, very attentive audience members, though. But um, And the following night, we played at West Talk, and I think the restaurant manager um, was asking us if we had a name, and we did it. So Mark just kind of said, in the group chat quick someone come up with a name and somehow that just popped up and it, it kind of stuck so yeah we don't have a great story but yeah that's kind of what we have well it's, it's a it's not a bad story i mean it's it's a... <laughs> that is what it is <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, i'm gonna just go right from that to a question everyone hates answering and i i apologize in advance for asking it but um how do you define the type of music you play because we're in an era where everything is like kind of um defined right down to the, the the subgenre of the subgenre of the subgenre and so is there like sort of a Coles notes way an easy way that you describe the music you play if someone says hey i heard you're in a band what do you do um you know i think that everyone has their own ideas of what stuff sounds like when they hear it but what's your sort of go-to answer for for describing the sound of the band well we, i think we used yeah. to have one and then it kind of changed with uh with the last album i mean with the with the ep we used to say it was sort of this blend of 70s 
pop and soft rock with sort of modern indie rock. Okay. Because those were sort of the main influences that came into that. And then now with the latest album, um, that the way that the songs just came about, they, they came out in a way different style. They came out in a much more, more like uh, maybe traditional rock style or traditional folk style or Americana uh, style. So, I mean, going from the EP sounding like one thing to the album sounding like, you know, a completely different mix of genres. It's kind of tough to say exactly what it is, but um, it just comes down, I guess, to what the what kind of songs we're writing at the time, and then we're we, uh, we don't necessarily stick to um, one once one sound. We're sort of song based, and we're we're changing all the time, and, and just based on whatever we're we're writing, what we're feeling. That's sort of you know, if it's good enough, we 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 want to play it we, yeah. we have all these different influences and you know if it, if it fits the bill then then that's what we've sort of gone with thus far i think when you got when you got five guys <clears throat> sorry when you got five guys writing songs all together and everyone putting in their input it's it's kind of tough to give to put like one genre on it because yeah we're all by different different artists different genres so it is always a little tough to put the put a finger on it does that sort of nebulousness does it does that help in terms of um you know, maybe getting shows or being able to play different venues, different types of events, because you are not necessarily pinned down to sort of one specific thing. You're floating between all of these different genres that maybe have different audiences or different, uh, you know, different places to play. Has that come up? Yeah, I think our approachableness is kind of something we strive for. Uh, like, I think either, you know, subconsciously or consciously or a combination of both, we want our music to be, you know, kind of for everybody. We don't want it to be you know, walking into something very specific and there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I think, yeah, just with, with the way that as Drake kind of alluded to, the way that there's five of us that we all, you know, contribute to varying levels on each song differently. Uh, and, you know, all the five of us have varying degrees of influences that we lean on or that we, you know, take a lot of, you know, if, thing from. Uh, I think it all comes out in each song kind of uniquely, which, yeah, I think I don't, I think that kind of plays as a strength of ours as, a, as a, an ensemble. Are there certain songs? I mean, you guys would know this obviously more than the listener because you're 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 the band. But are there certain songs that you can listen back to and say, okay, this is very clearly this member's uh, input or, or or this one's? Like, is it very definitively this is one guy's song, this is the other guy's song, or is it all sort of meshed together uh, to create sort of the overall sound? I mean, yeah, this is like not an answer that gives a ton of clarity, but I think in some ways yes, in some ways no. Um, for for example, I think there's a decent amount of like country influence on the last album that we put out. Um, but three of the most country sounding songs are from three different guys. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, in certain ways, you can tell one guy's more influenced by like, I don't know, country stuff. Uh, other guys more like classic rock, Rolling Stones, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, again, it's like, I think sometimes when one guy will write a song that's kind of... Uh, in a certain style, it kind of helps to influence another guy in the band to say, hang on a sec, I think I can do something that's similar to that, yeah. like a country ballad or something. So, um, yeah, we're, we're kind of uh, not only influenced by outside influences, but definitely by uh, each other as songwriters, for sure. Are there any artists that the entire group agrees on as influences? Like, is there anyone that, that all of you can say, like, okay, yeah, we all, we all dig this, or is it all completely disparate record collections uh that sort of come together to make this band there's a few that i think would go four for five okay um 
Like, I, I don't, I, I honestly don't know if there's a five for five on there though. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's, you know, something kind of unique about the project that, yeah, we all just do have varying degrees of, of, you know, songs that we like to listen to on our own time. And uh, I think, you know, maybe like there's the, you know, the low hanging fruit answers. Like, I think we all like some, you know, Gen Z, you know, indie rock mainstays like a, a Tame Impala or a Peach Pit. Okay. But, you know, outside of those, like I know four of the five guys or three or four of the five guys love the dead. I'm not a huge dead guy. I'm the one guy who might, you know, prefer a Steely Dan to, you know, the other side of that, that era of music. But yeah, I think it's a, a strength and something unique about the group in that regard. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. When did this, uh, this new album come out? Like it's, it's fairly recently, right? Yeah, it was October 17th. Okay, so that's yeah. At the time we're recording this, that's just a few weeks. What has the uh, reception been so far? Uh, I mean, again, I know it's 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 fairly recent that it, it's come out, but have you had a lot of response from listeners? Yeah, we have. Um, mostly good. Um, <laughs> I hope so, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. We we I guess we're in a little bit of a vacuum. You just hear it from your friends and your family, and you know everybody. We we have so many people that support us and that that uh, have been listening to us and supporting us and reposting us, you know, ever since we started releasing music. So uh, when we put this out, we our our uh, loyal crew of friends was was fast to to listen and spread the word. And and uh, yeah, I think I think overall it's been it's been positive. It was I was interested how it was going to come about, given that it's so different from the EP and the EP was, you know, 13 months since and that was the only thing we released so you know i was a bit interested of how that was going to sort of play out from going to like sort of an indie pop genre to this um i guess almost instantly like a more mature sounding album even though we kind of just started it it sounds way more mature um so but but i think overall i i think uh i think people have been digging it
you feel like this is a more sort of um, definitive version of your sound than the EP was? I mean, again, they're fairly close, really, on the calendar uh, apart in the scheme of things. But now that you've, like you said, it's a more mature sounding record, you have these other influences that maybe weren't clear on the EP or maybe weren't as strong. Do you think this is more sort of what the Neighbor Andy sound is or is that constantly shifting and, and, and moving? I think the second answer is probably a bit closer. Like, I think it's an evolution. You know, yeah. this was all, all of our first serious music project in which we were writing and recording our own music. So the EP was the first time that the, the five of us had been in a studio and recorded our own original music before. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, the the breadth kind of of the, the full length and as Mark alluded to the maturity, I think that's something that we're starting to get the hang of. But in terms of what that final sound looks like, I think we're, pretty good as a unit about not shooting ideas down and about being for whatever sounds good and sounds cool and can you know be be a fun song to to get down on so i don't know per se maybe the other guys feel differently but i don't think that we're at any point in time kind of finding our sound yet i think we're still enjoying the the broadness of what we're we're kind of bringing to the table yeah yeah i don't think we know yeah (laughs) yeah i think that and that's what has been like so fun about making the song making the ep and then making the album is like we don't there's not one way that we do it there's not one sort of style that we like so i mean just even looking out from what we're going to do next it's like we have no idea what it's going to sound like and that's like that's super exciting to me anyways i think that's the fun thing about <clears throat> having five guys yeah. all having i mean equal input in the uh in songs like in the album alone like there's we have songs like Pacifica or Last Call that are kind of like indie rockers, but then you have like Finding My Way to You and, and like slower, but beautiful songs as well. Like it's, we're all over the place just because, I mean, like I said, there's five guys. So it's, uh, yeah. it's tough to, tough to say where it's going to go. I mean, well, that's, 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 that's totally, totally fair answer. Um, Sort of a jump off from that question is how, how long ago were these songs written? Like, how long have you guys been sort of uh, working on this, getting this album together? And then I have another question after that, but just first of all, how long have these been sort of in the, in the works before the album came out? I think it was basically since last October. Like, we played uh, our EP release show last year, I think in September. Um, so that was up until that point, that was like our big goal was to put out some kind of recorded music and play, you know, play a show to a bunch of people and then we had done that and then at that point it was time for us to kind of say okay what do we want to do now and from the moment we decided we wanted to do an album which i think was like last october um i, I think we got right into the songwriting right right after that so it, it was about a, a full year okay yeah well, and, and the reason I ask that is because, I mean, like like we've kind of just discussed, uh, the band is, the sound is evolving, it's maturing, it's changing. How much have things changed sort of since those were written? Like, where are you now? Do those songs, I'm sure you're playing them, that's the kind of stuff you're going to play live for the next foreseeable future because it's the new album, because you want people to hear it. But do you feel that the stuff you've been writing since has already changed or shifted or, or progressed or matured beyond those songs? Like, are you already on to the next select collection of songs uh, now that this is sort of out in the world? I think we're relishing and taking a quick creative break here. Um, you know, I think we need a bit of time to, to promote the record and enjoy yeah. playing these songs that have been a labor of love and, you know, tighten up and really define and refine our live sound and how we want to play an instrument and compose these songs on a, on a live scale. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I don't think in the immediate future there is no plans to make a 
like focused effort to write new music, but I definitely knowing how our group operates that somebody might just be fooling around one day and have a baseline or a chord progression or a groove or something that they want to share and then we'll get cooking on it. So yeah, I mean, I know that's kind of a cop-out answer, but at this point in time, I think we're definitely working on promoting the album and, and really trying to put together a tight live show to, to do that the next bit. Cool. Well, as far as the live show goes, how how much do these songs on the recording, how well do they translate live? I mean, is everything that's on the record something you can play um, kind of faithfully live, or, or are there different? Do the songs change? Are they altered? Are there different versions that you do in a live setting than what people are going to hear on the record? I think they're... Uh... Sorry. I, well, yeah. Sorry. I think I think they transit really well live. Um, I think some of them we've we've played them so many times live before recording them that we've kind of gotten to know the song so well. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's it's our music. I like listening to it, but I I find that it's almost better live because there's more emotion to it in the live show. Um, I mean, songs like Taking Flight, which I think truly soars, no pun intended, when we play it live. It our our album really translate translates well to a to a live show because I, I think we all started this band well when we when we started the band we we focused on playing live only so moving our live shows to the recording studio is just kind of sorry I kind of got lost in the train of thought but we wrote our songs kind of to play live if that makes sense it does it does you don't have like 12 uh, overdub guitar tracks that you can't pull off uh, in a live setting yeah 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 that's right. Like when one of the biggest breakthroughs I think we had in the studio uh, in terms of like being efficient at recording the songs, like our producer, Will Grierson, um, he just said, you know, just come in and, and lay the tracks down as you would play them live or as you would practice them in the basement. Like okay. they shouldn't be different than that. Like there must be something that's working about the song when you're playing it as a group that, you know, if you can just do that here in the studio, then it's it's going to translate well. So I think that was a big breakthrough for us. Um, but I think one, one of the big challenges or not challenges, but um, one of the things I think we can get better at is like uh, playing the slow ones more. Like it just takes a lot of time and experience and composure to sort of like play the slow ones as they're, you know, sort of meant to be played. And it's hard to command a, a big room full of uh, your friends that have, you know, had a couple of beers, like, <laughs> uh, you know, to play the slow ones and sort of like command their attention. I think we're still learning how to do that. And I think uh, we will definitely at some point, but I feel like the the sort of more fast paced ones, we're pretty good at it now, but the slower ones, it's uh, going to take some time to uh, do it justice as it, as it is on the record.
you think part of that i mean not every slow song of course but a lot of slower songs tend to be the ones that are have more emotion behind them or are more personal or more have more feeling to them is that part of it is just sort of getting comfortable with kind of parlaying that onto the stage and all through your instruments and, and getting that that sort of soul i guess of it um out into the audience yeah i think it might be that's that's a good uh question maybe subconsciously yes um i think that to me anyway, a big part of it is just like, yeah, commanding people's attention. And like, as soon as people have a chance to like, uh, talk to their neighbor beside them at the show, you know, and not have to talk over the music, then <laughs> I think it just naturally kind of happens that way. So it's not, uh, you know, um, uh, it's not like anything that I hold against anyone, but, um, yeah, it might, it might be something to do with like, being vulnerable on stage and maybe that's what commands people's attention not sure yet haven't haven't cracked the code <laughs> yeah. but. well we used we used to come from like we started playing you know rock and roll and 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 pop and soul covers yeah and you know we we're trying to get people you know we we're, were playing to our friends and trying to have everybody have a good time and like sort of get a high energy show and that's basically that's basically what how we operate, and that's what we've been doing. So you know, to, if you're just playing a cover show, you're not really playing like a you know a, a slower, emotional, stripped down ballad or something. You're you're playing the hits. Well, and it's not your so, emotion either, right? Yeah. You're, you're you're saying you're right. Yeah. Interpreting someone else's emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's yeah. I think that's a good point. It's just maybe new for us. We're coming from you know what we mostly do is try and do a high energy show and get everybody up and partying and stuff and now we have these songs that are not not in that same vein we have some that are in that vein and then some that are in a different one so it's it'll be yeah it'll be something to, something to work towards for sure yeah i think these guys got it like it's just like an impact of the audience we bring in you know our, our core audience has known us for the longest time as mark said like we started as a bar band yeah. hammering covers and just getting people dancing and doing socials and all that good stuff so you know i think the core audience is there to dance and have a good time and i don't think there's anything wrong with that of course i don't think these guys would disagree either um just yeah it's you know developing how as joel mentioned and drake as well like how to command a room or get attention in a room with like just being hey we're gonna do something a bit more personal now so yeah yeah i don't think it's an issue at all but something that we're i think striving to to learn how to get really on top of Thank you. 
without a hand to hold Winter months don't seem so cold Being on my own Then came along the likes of you I'm at a loss for words Revelation at my door Fool like me cannot ignore Hook, line, and sinker Reel me in and I'm yours to hold all night Through the northern White shell pines, there's nothing I won't do Through all the rain and the living skies I'm finding my way to you Locking eyes with you, my dear I feel the book of love When sparks fly, I understand What you're so scared of I won't feel no Trepidation, you can do no wrong. Ash on me your cigarettes, count to three and place your bed. Hook, line, and sinker, reel me in, and I'm yours to hold all night. Through the northern winds and the white shell pines, there's nothing I won't do. Through all the rain and the living skies, I'm finding my way to you. With chewed up boots and a crooked spine, there's nothing I won't do. Through all the rain and the living skies, I'm finding my way to you. I'm finding my way to you. At this point, I mean, if people haven't heard you before and they're hearing you for the first time on the show, what's the best way to hear this album and to sort of also to find out what you're up to as far as upcoming shows and things like that? Our Instagram. Sorry, that was an easy one. And all four, three, four yeah. of us. <laughs> crickets. Right all, all this kind of yeah, crickets. So uh, we have an Instagram. You can find us uh, just neighbor Andy. One word there. We are also on Facebook and I believe we are on TikTok. Instagram is our primary social media tool, though, that we do use. And as well, the album is available for streaming, as well as our EP on Spotify, Apple Music. And I want to say we're on Amazon, but Mark oh, might yeah. know we're on, that. We're on all the, yeah. all major streaming services, as they say. <laughs> Excluding SoundCloud. You though, name right? it, we're, we're on not. it. <laughs> now we're, yeah, we're not on SoundCloud. Is it but, a digital-only yeah. release, or do you have physical copies as well? Uh, no physical copies yet. I think we've kind of kicked around the idea of doing uh, pressing vinyls, but um, obviously it's a big undertaking. So yeah. we'll, we'll see if we want to do that, but it's on our radar for sure. What sort of um, in the near future, what, what's, what's in the cards for this band? I mean, you have this record out now. Again, it's very new. Um, you, you probably, uh, you're obviously excited to have it out there and to be people getting a chance to hear it, but what's, what's sort of uh, happening for the next few months uh, as far as shows or, or anything like that to, to sort of promote the album and, and get it out there to more years? I think well, November. You go, Mark. I, I handled the last one. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, Jordan. Are you sure, Joel? Okay. Uh, I think we're taking a month off. <laughs> um, little rest recovery. Uh, take care of some other things. It's been a, a lot of, you know, major focuses or the major focus, I think, outside of work for the majority of us, if not all yeah, of us, sure, for sure. the past little bit. So. Um, you know, I think that for sure there's some, some time away. And then I believe 
starting in December, we'll start the promotion big time of playing the album. Sorry, I was trying to do some mental math there quick <laughs> based on when the show will come out and when some show announcements will start coming out. Um, but yeah, the plan would be to start hammering shows and getting the opportunity to promote the record in a, a variety of different channels and, and that sort of thing. So people should go to your Instagram uh, whenever they hear this and then check out what's happening. That would be a way better way to describe <laughs> what I just tried to say. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> listen to social media, to not, not you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we have the occasional funny video too. Right on, yeah. right on. See you. 